What's up, man? Hey, Vim. Yeah. What? Hello? Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I don't know what that was. Whatever. <laughs> How you been? It's all right. How about you? Yeah. Just want I'll the weekend here. I'll be a lot better a week from right now, but, you know. Why, because you're busy as shit or whatever? Yeah, work is just a lot. And uh, a week from today, I'll pretty much be done for the year. So, that'll be nice. Yeah, dude. Can I, uh, can I just – did you watch the game at all? Yeah, I watched the whole thing. So, can I start by saying that I was – I miscalculated so badly, like so badly, um, to the point where um, – this team is actually worse than last year's team. It's actually worse. Like, if you put last year's team on the court against this year, I would bet on last year's team winning. Whereas this year, here's the issue. I mean, everybody thought this team, oh, this team, you know, you're getting back, you know, like guys like Jalen Pickett and Seth Lundby. Um, and you're getting good transfers like Andrew Funk and, and Cameron Winter. And the idea was, oh, yeah, you've got all these good playmakers. Penn State's going to be a good team this year. Guys can score. When in reality, like the analogy that I was thinking of is this Penn State basketball team is essentially, if you're a football team and your offense has, you know, a really good quarterback, a really good running back, really good wide receivers, but then also really good quarterbacks, running backs, and wide receivers playing offensive line, you might have 11 extremely talented people on the field but when they're all trying to do the same thing, it doesn't work and you become one-dimensional and you're going to get blown up by a team with a half-decent defensive line. That is exactly what's happening with Penn State basketball where we have every one of our players is trying to be a guard where they're trying to shoot threes or make plays and get to the basket where it destroys our spacing. It makes us one-dimensional. It makes us very easy to guard. And on the flip side, teams can stretch us thin because they know they can go down low against us spread the floor, and even if they don't have a big who's scoring and Sissoko didn't score much for Michigan State, all they have to do is put a body down low to straw, to spread out our defense and then let the rest of their guys make plays. We don't have that. We are too one-dimensional. I think this is going to be an ugly year. And on top of that, I'm going to keep going here. On top of that, last year, the reason why we were in so many close games was because we were able to control the tempo and we played slow and we were holding teams to like a very small, like a much smaller uh, amount of possessions per game than they were used to. And because we were able to do that, there just weren't as many points scored. So we were able to keep games close this year. We're playing fast and we're letting our opponents play fast. We're turning it into a scoring, you know, it's, it's, it's just who can score the most points and we can't do that. And when you go, what we were like one for 10 from three in the second half, all of a sudden you go from, you know, a, a tie game at the half to, to losing a pretty comfortable loss. So you know, that's, it's just, it's not going to be good, dude. It's not going to be good until, and here's the other thing. Kevin Jai was like this top hundred good recruit who comes in and he's supposed to be this guy who can play the big, he's like, you know, 6'10", 240, like true, true big man size, you know, thought he could be a guy to be in there, at least fill space. Meanwhile, he did, he played bad and soft tonight against 
freshman because Sissoko had foul trouble. So Michigan State brought in their true freshman who understood his job and made a much bigger impact on the game, despite the fact that he was probably a much lesser recruit than Kevin Jai was, but he understood his role on the team. He was able to just be a body in the paint. He made some disciplined shots, scored a couple timely buckets, and that contributed to us losing this game. So I think I'm finally done now, but I had to get all that off my chest. All right, so you hit the nail or nail right on the head, saying that uh, Jai. How do you pronounce his name? Nai Jai. What is it? His Keba Jai yeah. Jai, like J A I. All right, Jai. He's a pussy. He's a black version of John Hara. Like, I cannot stand when dudes who are like seven foot or like six eleven or whatever the fuck he is. Um, just fucking play so fucking soft. You're the probably the top, or probably the biggest one percent of all the world, and you play like an absolute pussy. Like have mentality just to fucking take over the game and not like fucking like cower in the fucking like to go laps. Take the ball up strong against these fucking dudes. That I hate fucking what's his other um Evan Mafferty number twelve with the dreads. Mahaffey, yeah. Ma- yeah, Mahaffey, whatever. He's a fucking bum, dude. He fucking, like, jogs on the court. He plays soft. He looks clueless run the offense. Like, whatever. It's just fucking, it's frustrating. It's extremely frustrating, dude. I think I think this year we're going to be in for a rude awakening in conference play. And our only hope next year is for Kebajai to man up and be a dog. Oh, I mean, this this year was a wash just because of like how inexperienced we are, like down low. But like, that like, Jai sucks. He doesn't suck. He's just having a hard time fitting into the scheme. Either either way, no, no. If you're if you're that big of a pussy, you suck. Well, he's a true freshman. He's like 18 years old. I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt because there's a reason he was a top, you know. 60 player in the country coming out of high school. That doesn't happen by accident. I don't care. If you're a pussy, I hate you. Simple as that. Anyway. I was also thinking, I was was putting together in my head, and I'm curious if you have one, and I can only speak for since we were freshmen in college, but my, if I had to pick my top five, my my starting five from Penn State from, it would have been, I guess, 2012 through today, Who's my starting five? And I put it together. If you want to hear it. Yeah, I want to hear it. All right. So my two guards, I have two guards, two forwards, and a center. My two guards are um, Jalen Pickett and Tony Carr. Um, Although I can't remember the name of that guy from when we were freshmen who was pretty good at guard. And then, what was his name? Tim Frazier? Tim Frazier. Yeah, he could be up there too, but. I think I'm taking Tony Carr and Jalen Pickett. Um, and then at the forward, I'm taking Josh Reeves and Lamar Stevens. And then at center, I'm taking Mike Watkins because who else do you pick? No, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, yeah. I mean, since we were freshmen, I would, I would take Frazier over Pickett, though. Um, maybe I would. I don't know. That one's a tough one. I just I – have, I have more of a memory of Jalen Pickett than I do of Tim Frazier. No, I, I remember Tim Frazier. I like Tim Frazier a lot. Um, 
I, I was going to say Tim Frazier, uh, Tony Carr, Stevens, Watkins. I don't know who my last pick would be. I'm going with Josh Reeves just because he was one of like my favorite players. And he was very inside out. He's a great forward. He could play the post. He could hit jumpers. He was very versatile. He was like an incredible defender. Yeah, I don't know what type of offense I would like want to run. Like what suits best. I don't know. And and the sad part is, is I hate Mike Watkins, but would pick him because what other big man would you fucking take? Yeah, I don't even remember who our center was like up until Mike Watkins. Oh, Jack, uh, what's his name? Jack Donovan. Jack Don. No, it was Donovan Jack. Donovan Jack. Donovan yeah. Jack. Yeah. He was supposed to be another big man that was supposed to be fucking like good out of high school, and then just never did shit. Uh, and then we, yeah, and then we had Trent Buttrick for a while. And, and Jul- about, Julian Moore. Remember Brandon Taylor? Yeah, the guy who ended up playing, like, didn't he play, like, tight end for the Chiefs or something? No, or that, was, uh, that was Ross Travis. Ross Travis, yeah. I do remember Brandon Taylor, though. Actually, actually, I would put Ross Travis in there, maybe. I wouldn't. Those teams were the worst basketball teams in Penn State history. That's saying something. Those teams won, like, one conference game a year. And we were the dumb schmucks that bought fucking season tickets for them. Yeah, that's because they cost 20 bucks for the entire year. And I, we went to, like, every game, dude. It was kind of fun. Like, we, no we, fresher. No freshman, year, freshman year, we went to a lot. Um, I didn't miss it. The only game I missed freshman year was, of course, the game I shouldn't have, which was when we Michigan? beat Michigan. Yeah. I went to that game and left early. Yeah, I remember. I know. Do you think if we were, like, seniors – over the past couple of years, like, would we have gone to more games? Because I didn't go to a single game senior year besides maybe the Thon game. But, like, with, with the, like, the 2018 team probably would have went to a ton of games. The 2019 oh, yeah. team, I, I, absolutely, when we were ranked ninth in the country, I would be in there. Um, I mean, I don't know about 28. Like, so, say, say like, it just, so, say freshman, sophomore year are the same. Like, the same, like, um, like, say freshman was the, what would that have been? That would have been this 16 and 17 season and then 18 was our junior year and 19 was our senior year. Yeah. 18 I don't know because that team was pretty good though I know but being a fresh 21 year old the last thing <laughs> on my mind as a fresh 21 year old was spending the night at Penn State basketball game to be completely but if, honest but if, it's like, but if it's like a Monday night like possibly I, I don't know but the 19 um, season. Oh, me and you would have gone to at least probably half of them. Yeah. I mean, I guess the thing with freshman year was it was so easy to get there. It was so easy to get there. Like we just I walked mean, from east. It took ten minutes. I mean, it would have kind was, of been a pain in the ass. I mean, it could have could have taken the white loop, but it still would have been kind of a pain in the ass coming from. Meridian wasn't that bad. It was. It was. It was like that was probably easiest too. I. I all you had to do was wait for the white loop and get on. What two stops after? Maybe a stop. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I mean, I went to a couple. I remember going to a couple, like two or three software. But then after that, I was just like, "Fuck it, I'm not doing this." I don't even remember. I'm gonna look up when we were seniors. What was our roster? Twenty I think twenty fifteen, sixteen Penn State basketball roster. I I went I went to the Thong game because I sat next to Saquon and Marcus Allen. I did. I did. I went and I, I went and I don't know. I think I was, I don't know, but I, I thought I was with you. Maybe that was, no, I was, 
I think maybe out with Derek. I don't know. Um, that, well, I, I specifically remember going to the Thong game and then sitting in the same row as Saquon and Marcus Allen because as, as I passed him, I said, hey, man, I'm Reagan's brother. He's like, yeah, you say the same thing every time. <laughs> Damn, dude. This, this, this team, when we were seniors, uh, Peyton Banks, no idea. Davidis Zemgoulis, I remember him. Devin, Foster, Devin Foster, no idea. Donovan Jack, yeah. Brandon Taylor, yeah. Sam Hall, no. Terrence Samuel, I kind of remember him. Isaiah Washington, no. Josh Reeves and Mike Watkins were freshmen. Jordan Dickerson, kind of remember him. He was seven one. Shep Gardner, who could forget? Who could forget him? No, uh, yeah. Alex Zhao, no idea. Then Julian Moore, of course. God, that team was so bad. What was our record? Oh, we were sixteen and sixteen. We went seven and eleven in the Big Ten. We finished tenth in the Big Ten. Look at look at us. Damn. Anyway. Yeah, man, sucks. Yep, another uh, another year, another uh, disappointing Penn State basketball team, and we're one conference game in, and it just the writing on the wall does not look good, if you ask me. Well. I'll let it play out. Well, yeah, I'm still going to watch every game that I can, but play Illinois on Saturday at Illinois, that's not looking good. Well, the only thing you got to hope for is that Shrewsbury turns this program around with with tenacity and recruiting. Yeah. But until then, ho-hum. Yep. So... That's where we are, and that's the purgatory of Penn State basketball. Yep. So, fuck it. Anyway, what else is new? Nothing. I mean, football, it's weird being in Philadelphia on a Friday. I'll tell you that. Um, yeah, we're ten days away from Chicago. Yep. Um, I've, I've I started my weekly or daily uh, look up the weather forecast type of thing, and so far it seems like it's gonna be brick. What do you mean by that? Uh, like thirty degrees and like a fourteen mile an hour wind. Yep. So, welcome to. The lakefront in December. No, I can't wait. Um, Here, I have some good. I have some good news about that. What? Remember how I told you I probably couldn't drink that much or at all? Yeah. Well, I looked it up on the internet, and everybody who has this thing actually does just drink and just basically the rule of thumb is just don't be an idiot, which I'm good at doing. So, um, I think I'll be able to drink. So I will have my beer that I have now officially won. So, yeah, it, looking forward to it. So, so what's the plan for Saturday? Go to that bar and then go to the game. Saturday. Oh, Saturday. I don't care. Whenever you get here, we'll figure it out, I guess. 
Like, are you going to drink Saturday or just Sunday? No, I will on Saturday. Okay. I'm probably not going to get hammered just because I don't want to be hung over on Sunday, but I'll drink. Well, yeah. I, I'm, st- I'm going to text that, 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 uh, those people I met at the game like two months ago and see what they're doing. Yeah. Um, but other than that, nothing, dude. I'm just same shit, different day. Um, waiting for Christmas to get here. Penn State got in the Rose Bowl, so that's exciting. Yeah. Um, are you actually going to go if you get tickets? I didn't register. Uh, I you did. I, I was going to, but then you had to pay your money to, like, register. So, like, it acted like you got tickets, but then... Oh, like, so you couldn't, like, opt out if you... It wasn't, like, it wasn't like the, like, World Series tickets where you say, hey, this is my information. Like, email me if I get tickets. It was you pay $165 per ticket, and... They'll notify you if you get tickets or not. Yeah, and, and you it's dumb you, if I'm like shout out money for this and then it just get returned to me like a couple days later if I don't get it. Yeah, and you likely would have gotten them too. I wouldn't have or would have. No, you would have. I mean, I got them the first time we went to the Rose Bowl. That was my first year being a season ticket holder, so I was the absolute bottom of the list, and I still got them, which means you have a would have like. Definitely gotten them. Well, I don't have many line points. Oh, 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 oh. That's right. I forgot because you're uncle. So, but I'm part of the Penn State Alumni Association. That's why I got the email. No, I'm not. <laughs> I I don't want to pay money for that. I don't see what it would do for me. Well, I'm only in it just because of the hypothetical circumstance that if my uncle does cancel season tickets ever. I would have some sort of, like, in, but not really. Yeah. I got you. But then I looked up flights. Oh, wait. Never mind. Hold on. Dude, flights, hotels, everything in L.A., you'd be paying, like, well over a grand. Yeah, and I, like, I'd want to go to the Rose Bowl, like, when they actually won the Big Ten type of thing. Yeah. Like, kind of like a consolation. And also the fact that, you know, I have this monster – um, trip coming up in February if the Eagles keep on doing well, and that's the Super Bowl. Yeah. In a perfect world, Penn State would play in the Rose Bowl as a playoff game. I don't like that either. Why not? I love that. I, I want them to play in the Rose Bowl, like, for, like, the Rose Bowl, because they earned that spot. Like the, the, like Yeah, but going to the playoff is earning that spot. Yeah, but it's not the it's not the same it's not the same Rose Bowl. It's it's like I don't know how to describe it. Like the Rose Bowl game is not there. It is the college football playoff being played in the stadium that is called the Rose Bowl. Yeah, but but you know, but then like Penn State playing in the but that would by your logic that means Penn State playing in the Rose Bowl such as this year or 2016 is only a result of them not making the playoff. Correct. Yes. Yeah. So, so this is like that, but that's what I was saying. Like, I want them to play in a true Rose Bowl where they win the Big Ten. Which, I would. I don't which, want them to ever well, play. That's, that's never going to happen again. No, I know that. I but that's what I'm saying. I don't want them ever to play in the Rose Bowl where they won the Big Ten and haven't been in playoff. But that's the yeah. only way I would ever want to go see the Rose Bowl if they actually made it because they won 
the Big Ten are facing the Pac-12 or whoever's whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, who knows? Um, I wish that um, because every I feel like every what they should do is they should take the Power Five conferences and the at large. And I know this would never in a million years happen because of sponsorships. But what I would want them to do is take like every every type of conference match, like Big Ten, Pac-12, Big Ten, SEC, Big Ten, ACC, you know, Big Ten, Big 12, and do, match up every conference and say, and then at large, so like a non-Power 5 team. And then say for the playoff, if the Big Ten, if the Big Ten plays a, a Pac-12 team, because two of the that's just how the matchups work out in the playoffs then they play in the rose bowl for one of the playoff games and if an sec team and a big 12 team you know then they play in the orange bowl or, or the sugar bowl or like and so you do it that way so like the only time the rose bowl is a playoff game is when a big 10 team is playing a pac 12 team in the playoff because then it keeps like the it keeps like the tradition of the game alive while still including it in the playoff yeah I get, i'm still so over the whole like tie-ins, like that shit. I'm so over that. Yeah. No, that, I agree, like, but I also kind of love how the Rose Bowl is is the Big Ten, just because it's. I mean, let's face it; it's it's the coolest bowl game that exists. And the fact that Penn uh, State gets to play in it just because of their conference alignment it, is. I think I don't think it's the coolest. I think it's the most historic. What? Okay, it's the what? What? What bowl game outside of the playoff is? Cooler than the Rose Bowl. Well, I think the Sugar Bowl. No, the Sugar Bowl sucks. The Sugar Bowl Why? is honestly my least favorite bowl game to watch. It Why? Sucks. There's nothing good about it. It's it's everything's SEC good versus, about it. What? It's SEC versus Pac Big Twelve. It's I hate how it's late at night, like on New Year's. Like I fall asleep at halftime every time I watch it. It sucks. There's nothing entertaining about it. I never care about the teams playing. There's no pageantry. Oh. It's in a broken down. They need to tear down that gross ass stadium it always looks like they're playing in a stadium that was built in 1973 it's just nothing about that game excites me it's boring oh. i always fall asleep at halftime no way I, you're insane for saying the sugar bowl is better than the rose bowl you're absolutely insane I, i'm not at all well okay, what do you like about it what do you like about the sugar bowl new orleans like i i kind of love the dome just because it, it's no the dome sucks it's horrible that that stadium sucks the rose bowl sucks it's just no, a it round doesn't. bowl but you have, like, you're in one of the most gorgeous settings in, on planet Earth. All right, gorgeous, yes. But you don't have rowdiness like like the Sugar Bowl and being in New Orleans. Oh, my God. I like strict- it because you can get drunk there. And if we're strictly talking about the game, if you're talking about games, Fiesta Bowl is probably the best game year in after year. Dude, I couldn't name any memorable bowl game outside of past Rose Bowl games. Last year, Ohio State-Utah was nuts. Think about, like, even when Penn State played in there. Think about the Oklahoma-Georgia playoff game. Think about when TCU won it. Dude, there have been so many good – and think about the 2005 National Championship. There have been so many incredible games on the road. I couldn't tell you a single memorable Sugar Bowl, Fiesta Bowl. The only Fiesta Bowl I'll give you is Boise State, Oklahoma. I cannot remember a single memorable bowl game from any other bowl other than the Rose Bowl. What what about the Ohio State fucking um, Clemson game from a couple years ago? What happened? I don't. What the thirty-eight nothing one? I don't. What other one was there? No, the one where it was back and forth. The one where Trevor Lawrence ran for like forty yards. 
four four touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, that, that was a good game, but that wasn't like mind blowing. That stuff. was a great game. Wasn't that also the COVID year? I don't think so. Or was it the year before? No, because Ohio State played the national championship COVID year. They beat Clemson. They got revenge. It was the year before. But yeah, I don't. I don't. I, don't, I remember Trevor Lawrence's run. I remember that, but that's the only thing from that game I remember. There, there, there's so many historic fiesta fiestivals like Penn State, uh, Miami for the national title game. Well, okay, I'm not. I don't know anything from the '80s, so I'm not counting that. Oh, or the dude, 90s. I, I, I think the, the Fiesta Bowl historically has the best games. The Rose Bowl has some oh. had has had some boring games. Like the TCU Wisconsin game was like a 20 to 19 game from like 2010 or whatever, like that. Like the Rose Bowl, like yeah, it's great. However, I would not put it as like the like are it it is the greatest in terms of like tradition and like historic, but in terms of like atmosphere, send me to the Sugar Bowl. In terms of a game, like his like great games to watch, take me to the Fiesta Bowl. I wholeheartedly disagree with most of what you just said. Oh, whatever. That's fine. Like, you can go with the Sugar Bowl. All, more room for me at the Rose Bowl. And it's in L.A. Like, who gives a fuck about L.A.? It's not in L.A. It's in Pasadena. Same shit, dude. Like, Pasadena is, what, 20 minutes outside L.A.? Maybe yeah, I 30? Know. I, I know it's semantics, but I had to make the point. Like, who gives a – like? But, dude, I, I was like, New, New Orleans, like, okay, after, after having gone to Vegas – the idea of a city that's built on its like party atmosphere just doesn't excite me. It doesn't nope. because Vegas suck at the end of the day. And so New Orleans, sure, it's probably a lot cheaper. But other than that, it's also probably a lot dirtier. It's a lot more run down. The crime in New Orleans is horrific. Like other than like that one tiny area of the French Quarter, New Orleans is not a very good city. Uh, I, I it, it's a it's a dump in some areas, but. Talk about the food, the party, the like. like, I love New Orleans. You can get good food and party in any city in the world. No, you can't. Look at Vegas. If you have enough money, you can get good food and party in Vegas. You can get the best, the best food and the best party in the world in Vegas if you're willing no. to pay for it. No, no, you yes, can't. Yes, you can. Vegas 100% has, you can. Vegas has no culture. It steals, steals culture no, from I, everyone No, I don't else. disagree with that, but if you're looking for, like, if you want some, like, you know, world-renowned ref, chef, chef who just made some, like, restaurant in Vegas, you'll find it. If you want to no. spend ten grand to get bottle service at, like, a insane club atmosphere and, like, pay to have girls delivered to your table, you can do that. Like, that's all available to you in Vegas. No, 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 but Vegas, like, I'm talking about, like, real restaurants, not, like, pay-out-of-the-ass restaurants. Like, no shit. If you well, yeah, pay- I mean, you're not going to get, like, good street food in Vegas the way you would in in new orleans i'm just saying that like no. it just depends on your perspective no, no. many people would tell you that vegas is better for food and partying than new orleans many people would say that well, i'm not party, saying you're right or party, wrong yes partying yes food absolutely not well here's the thing in new orleans you get a specific type of food but if you're looking for like world cuisine that's really good regardless of what you're looking for vegas blows new orleans out of the water you can probably find really good cajun food in vegas if you're looking for it. Yes, because again, like I said about a minute ago, Vegas steals everyone's culture. No, I, and again, I agree with you, but I'm just saying it's there. I'm, I not, saying, I'm not saying that it's, it's not like, authentic. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, no, that's fine. I agree with you, but it's still there. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Anyway. Um. But I do hate that 
these games are on the second, which is the the biggest crime of all. Because 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 college football is pussies. Well, because they know if they play. Is, no, is, I is disagree. Because the, yeah, the NFL, the NFL would still be on, right? Like, it, it, it's on Day Sunday. Game. Yes, Eagles have a game on Sunday, probably at one o'clock. They, they, it might get flexed, but it's one o'clock. However, if you talk the average fan. I'm a sports fan, average football fan, just football in general. And you tell them, hey, the Rose Bowl is on at twelve at 1 o'clock when the Eagles kick off or when the fucking Giants kick off or whatever. And then you have the Sugar Bowl at 4, 4 o'clock or 8 o'clock. Compare that to Sunday Night Game. I guarantee you college football would have more viewers than the NFL. No, I don't disagree, but it wouldn't have as many viewers as if there were no NFL. Well, it, it just it's just stupid. Like... Get real, like suck a dick, like throw some balls and 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 anti up against anti up against the NFL. I'm sick of it. Yeah, dude, and I don't, I, 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 I don't disagree. And I, I, it sucks. I'm gonna have to figure out how I'm gonna do this. But dude, my favorite thing to do is wake up on. I think I sent this to the group, but like wake up New Year's Day, extremely hungover, and then I just sit on my couch for the entire day. I like watch movies all morning. Maybe put on like the Gator Bowl or whatever that that noon game is. And then for me, it's like four o'clock, order a pizza, crack open a beer just to shake some of the hangover, watch the Rose Bowl, Sugar Bowl on at eight, fall asleep at halftime. Beautiful. Perfect day. A perfect New Year's Day. Yeah. But I can't do that this year. I'm going to have to get really drunk on New Year's Day to be hungover on the second. But it just doesn't feel the same. And that game's at five. Like, it's not even, like, a cool, like... No, that's well, that's what time it's always at. I thought it was on at three. I thought it was a noon kickoff some days. The Rose, the Rose Bowl? Yeah. No, it's always been four central. Because it always goes, like, there's what... Again, it's like the Gator Bowl or whatever that bowl game is. Oh. Um, that Penn State was in, I think, last year on New Year's Day. We played in that bowl game against Arkansas, and then like the the Rose Bowl's right after that, and then the Sugar Bowl's right after that. They're all like four hours apart. It's like it's like noon four and eight, or you know eleven three thirty and seven thirty, I think. So noon four thirty and eight thirty for you. Oh, interesting. I think because I always remember it like because I always remember during the Rose Bowl because it was always you know my dad's birthday is New Year's Day, so we would always like have his birthday dinner during halftime of the Rose Bowl. Nice. Whatever. Um, I'm just I love bowl season though. For the record, I yeah, I mean it's all right. I I don't know. It did. I mean the playoff did kind of cheapen it for me, but I mean I'll still watch the big games. No, because you see teams that never face each other. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you're a bigger football fan than me to the point where I don't get that excited about that stuff. Yeah, I guess. Who do you think is going to win the – like, what do you think the championship game matchup is going to be? Um, so, we got Georgia and Ohio State and then TCU and Michigan. Yeah. I – I kind of want to say this, but 
I think it's my heart talking too much. I I think I want to say Michigan Ohio State. But I will be. But I'm going to say with my head, it's going to be Georgia, Michigan, and then Georgia blows the fucking Michigan helmets and probably wins by two touchdowns. Yeah, I I agree with you that I think it's going to be Georgia, Michigan. It, that's what my head says. My heart wants it to be TCU versus I don't care, but. I agree. Oh, I don't. I dude, how no? I if if how great would it be if Michigan Ohio State played for the fucking national title? No, I'm not, that would be. But then I would also have so much anxiety around what if Michigan actually wins this game because that's like my biggest fear is having Michigan be national champions. So the sooner if they could just lose to TCU, it gives me much more peace of mind for the for the championship. Oh. So for my for my own mental well being. TCU versus I don't care who wins, but I think Georgia will win. I I would love for Mi- Michigan Ohio State to face off. I would absolutely love that. I mean, it would be it would be cool if that happened, and then uh, to your point, Ohio State, or either you said Georgia, but if Ohio State then went full revenge mode and won like forty five to fourteen, I would. I would love that. But again, I don't even want that to be a possibility that they lose to Michigan in the national championship. Cause that would be even worse. Not only would Michigan win, but they would also have the, the fact that they could say we beat Ohio state twice in the same year. And we won the national championship. That's like the most ultimate bragging rights that a sports team could have. And for Michigan to have that, I'd lose my mind. I'd lose yeah, my mind. I guess. I mean, I think UNC basketball has the ultimate bragging right of all time. Because Ending because Coach K's career in the yeah, it would have been cool if it were the national championship, but Final yeah, four is pretty pretty close. Yeah, which I I've always wanted to see and happen the one year I don't fucking pick it, but um, yeah. could nah, happen again, I'm, huh? Could happen again. Just need to wait for John Shire to win a thousand games. Well, and be eighty years old. Uh, no, nah, that's not gonna happen. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. Yeah, so. I'm uh, they they been bragging right forever. Yeah. So, um, didn't they um, beat them all three times last year? I'm pretty no, they split. I know they lost at Duke. Duke did. No, yeah, Duke lost North Carolina at Duke. Yeah. And then Duke won at UNC. Yeah, I didn't know that. I like I didn't remember. Yeah, so um, I'm pretty sure Duke got blown out at home too, right? Yeah, I don't remember it being a particularly good game. I just remember after the fact, like obviously everybody stuck around and Coach K came out and gave because that might have been like the last regular season game too, and Coach K came out and gave like a big speech or whatever and. Yeah, so um, now we're in college basketball. That's weird. Yeah, but college basketball, I always like. I always follow it, but like, it's something that I rarely just kind of put on in the background. Like, I'm, I, there are there are like other shows that I watch on like weeknights when college basketball is is on. 
I, I like in middle school and high school, I would like fucking be obsessed with college basketball. Now I'm still, I, I'm pretty good at what I'm just so busy though. But like, I will truly wa- just sit down and watch a game just because I love yeah. it so much. I mean, this part of the year, I mean, w- once we get into February, I start watching more, but like the dog days of college basketball, like December, January, I, I mean, I obviously follow Penn State very closely, but I don't really pay much attention. I, well, first of all, college basketball feast week is one of my favorite weeks. It's like really good college football on both weekends. And during the week, you get like the Maui invite, you get battle for Atlantis, you get a bunch of like really good college basketball tournaments, which I love. And then I kind of lose non-Penn State basketball focus during December and January. And then February, I pick it back up. And then obviously March Madness, I'm like glued to the TV. Yeah. Yeah. I'm no, I'm, I'm throughout the year. I love, I, I, um, like I, <laughs> I already told my principal calling off that Friday for March Madness. You and me both. Can't maybe wait. I'll take off the, maybe I'll take off the Thursday too. We'll see. I was thinking about doing that. I was, I'm, I'm unsure though, to be honest with you. I'll see what happens. Yeah. I, I've, uh, not, I've 19 sick days to use. Oh, that's a lot. <laughs> do yeah. you get them, do you get them paid out if you don't use them? No, they just roll over. Yeah. I, um, I have to go to a conference in New York in January and I have to be there because it's weird. I have to be there Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. And that Monday is Martin Luther King Day, which is a SAP holiday otherwise. So my boss is like, yeah, you're going to be working those three days. So you can just use, you get like, I essentially get three extra vacation days to make up for those three non-working days I have to work. So I'm like, all right, well, maybe I'll just use one of those to take off the Thursday and Friday, March Madness. That works. So yeah. you, so next year you get three extra vacation days because you work that weekend. Well, I'm working it this January, so yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Next year, it is added to your total. Yeah, I mean, days. they're not like official vacation days. My boss is just like, yeah, don't work one day. Just, oh. you know, or pick three random days throughout the year and don't work because I had to work those three days. Yeah, yeah. That's what, yeah. Yeah, so I'm just saying like, I'll, I just won't, it's not even like, I wouldn't have to take a vacation day on that Thursday. I would just wouldn't work because it would pull from my three extra day allocation. Yeah, yeah. I got you. We'll see. Yeah, I'm saving. I'm saving my uh, my personal days that I have. I have three personal days that again roll over. So I'm just gonna save those for next year, um, and just use my sick days for now on. They roll over for you like school year by. It's not like at January first they roll over. It's like they roll over to like yeah. the fall, right? So yeah. So if I only use four more sick sick days, I'm not gonna touch my personal days at 15. Those 15 days will roll over to next year. And then each year I get 11 new personal days or 11 new sick days and three or four, three or four personal days each year that roll over and I can carry as many as I want over. Dang, that's pretty good. Yeah. Like one teacher I know has 153 sick days and like 70 personal days in his account. So you could just like take it for an entire year. Yeah, I'm assuming you still get paid if you use one. Like, so, so the the teacher that I replaced when I left, 
said that he had I think he said he had 25 sick days like um like combined or whatever and they would only pay him out for a certain amount so what he did was he basically took off like three weeks off of with all sick days and maybe a combination of personal days but then his last week there he the week I started with him um he was off Monday and Tuesday came in Wednesday Took off Thursday and Friday. Oh, I remember you talking about this guy. Yeah. So there are ways to do it where you still get paid. Yes. But, like, so what I'm going to do if I ever leave is if and when that happens, I'm going to take off every Friday. Each Friday, I'm calling off as and using my sick days. Yeah. Because there's 40 weeks in a year in a school year. So – I would take off probably a Friday and maybe even Thursday or every or a Friday and Monday. It would like fuck over the kids, like learning wise, but like whatever. Yeah, that's actually that's a fair point, which is kind of dumb. Like they know teachers are gonna find ways to exploit it. Just pay them out for all of the days so you can get a permanent replacement, and then like that would just be for the kids' benefit. Yeah, I mean it's a it's not like I mean I'm Jim, so it's not as bad as like a science or social studies teacher. But, um, like, yeah, that's my plan. Like, to take a call off every Friday until I leave. Or until, like, I retire. Yeah. So. Yeah. But I already have my days of calling off. I'm calling off the Monday. I'm in Chicago. Um, I'm calling off a – I'm I'm – Calling off Super Bowl as of now, the Friday and Monday of Super Bowl, and then calling off the Friday of March Madness, and then I have to call off two days, the last two days in March because I'm going to Texas for the Phillies home opener or the Phillies like opening day in in Dallas. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah, and then maybe I'll take off like one day in May and one day in June. It's not bad. Yeah, so I'm looking at probably eight or nine sick days I'm using from now until the end of the year. It's not bad. Good plan. Yeah. I I want to I, I think that next year I might limit myself like one per month. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, dude. It's not bad. I got to figure out, because I have, like, no trips planned this year. I have a tentative trip, but, like, so I don't know. I need to, like, find ways to use my vacation days this year. Do they not roll over? No. No matter what? No matter what. Do they increase, like, when you get to, like, say, year five or whatever? Yeah, I actually am getting an increase this year, because after you've hit three, after your first three full years starting the year after that you get more so i'm at like three and a half years now and so or i'm at three years and three months now so i've passed the three-year mark so when the year rolls over in january i get more for next year how many many? i go for i get five more so what do you got three whole weeks Uh, i'll be at four whole weeks that's not that's pretty good yeah plus the three days i'm getting so i'll have 23 days so that's like 
I could effectively take off two days a month for the entire year. That's sick. So I'll just be liberal, like, you know, like, when I, like, you know, assuming we make a Penn State weekend work, you know, maybe I'll just take off, like, a Thursday and a Friday and, like, fly to Allentown and stay with the Watsons. And then, like, you know, two days for March Madness and maybe I'll, like, take off a random week over the summer around, like, the 4th of July just for the hell of it. Like, you know, things like that. Yeah, dude. Like, even come down to Philly one weekend if you're, like, looking to spend vacations. Do the Sox play? I know the Sox play the Phillies this year, but, like, I don't know where or when. Do you know? Let me look it up. Because if the Sox, maybe if the Sox have like a weekday series in Philadelphia, I'll just come for a couple of days just to be like, all right, let's go to the game and like, you know, whatever. I'll come for like a Tuesday and a Wednesday. Uh... See if I can do this. gonna take me oh they're at the white Sox this year when <laughs> fucking april weekend or weekday weekday 17th 18th 19th damn yeah i'm probably not going to that no i don't blame you probably gonna be like 40 degrees and it's a weekday at night too so yeah no i'm trying to see if they play them at home no nah, i doubt they do next year it- they because they were, they play, all right, they play every, they play every team this year. I didn't know yeah. if it was like NBA where you play every team, like one home and one away, or if it's just every team once. No, nah, I mean, obviously, it's every team once, then you obviously play your division more. But yeah, next, yeah. but then like, like next year, the Sox will play in Philadelphia and the year after it's back to Chicago. They just go back and forth. Yeah, obviously. Which I like, but I also don't like. Why? Like, I like how it gets, you know, the opportunity for the Sox to play every team. But I also, it, like, takes away from when, like, you know, I love a good home-and-home against the Yankees or the Astros, right? Where I feel like that's going to go away where you'll only play them once just to spread out this – to make sure you have room on the schedule for everybody. But I love when it's like, oh, the White Sox played in New York in May and the the Yankees swept them and now it's – push to the playoffs and it's August and the Sox won't revenge. Like that stuff is fun to watch. And like that kind of goes away and you don't get that, like those like revenge scenarios unless it's, you know, just first year division. Yeah. I get, I like, I like, I, I prefer having, having, um, everyone play each other. I'd rather have that than, than the back to back and shit like that. There's no, there's no like, there's no teams that I like or players that I absolutely have to see anymore. Like as like for next year at least. So there's no like like last year during this time I was like okay I'm gonna go this game this game to see like Mike Trout or to see like the Mets or anything like that. Like like I really don't have any like Phillies games where I ha- where I'm like I have to go see like this series or anything like that. Yeah. Dude, I'm bummed. I was the Sox, the Sox play in Colorado on a weekend this season, but 
it's my birthday weekend, and I don't want to spend my 30th birthday at a Sox-Rockies game with my sister and my brother-in-law. So um, I'm not going. But, dude, the Rockies stadium, because, like, when I did the tour and we were there for Thanksgiving, they were just walking us through, like, the like the kind of, like, oh, here's, like, the average cost of this and that. That stadium is so unbelievably cheap. That, I told you that. I don't remember you saying that, but it was like, dude, you can buy a ticket for like eight bucks and you could buy a beer for like half off during like happy hour before the game. Like it's insane how cheap I, stuff is. Like hot dogs it, were dirt cheap. Like it's crazy, dude. It, it, the, in general, it's cheap. Like they still bleachers out there. Like, like, yeah. Like I, it was so like cheesy to me. I don't know. I thought it was a cool stadium. Yeah. Sorry. It wasn't the worst. wasn't the best. I mean, you, you obviously, I haven't been, I've been to like, five major league baseball stadiums in my life. So I don't really have a good frame of reference, but. No, I, uh, no, I didn't like that stadium at all. I saw Barry Bond. What a scum. Um, yeah, man. Just, but you know what I you know what I hated about that? And this what? isn't unique to the Rockies. It's it's you know every professional sports team. But like, you know, they talked about like the ticket prices and stuff, and they talked about like you know the seats immediately behind home plate. Those cost like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. And of course, like they're owned by like these big corporation donor, whatever, who get them like I hate how you like take baseball away from the fans. And you just give it to the highest bidder. Like, and I feel like that's how it is with every sport, with, like, box seats and stuff. But, like, it just – it sucks. Like, it just – just, like, let, let sports be for the fans. I know you need to make money, but let sports be for the fans. It's capitalism, man. Yeah. If we didn't need to pay our players hundreds of millions of dollars over the life of a contract, we wouldn't have to charge $250,000 per seat. But No, I disagree completely. What do you mean? I the players should get the the most money. No, but what I'm saying is, if we pay, if players got paid less, tickets would cost less because teams wouldn't need to make as much money. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying economically, that's how it would work. Uh, I I still feel like you would charge more money no matter what. Why wouldn't you? Well, I mean, if there's demand for it, you would, but I just like exactly. So if you're if so like, even and even if you're a good team, like you want to have more 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 tickets be sold, and everything like that, and that leads to parking and concession stands and everything else, as well as your TV revenue. Yeah, I don't know. The the socialist in me wants ticket prices to be for the people, not for the for the corporations and the capitalists. Well. That's why I always like sitting up high, let alone I can see everything. But then that's when you're with the real fans that are like, like me and my cousins that, that these tickets have been in our family for 30 years almost now. And, you know, no matter what, we're going to be sitting in those seats until we die. Is that the Eagles? Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I always prefer to sit up high. You're with the fans. Yeah. You're with the true fans. 
Yeah, and like when we went to the Sox game, what did we pay for those tickets? Like nine dollars or something absurd per ticket. Yeah, I mean that that might have been the worst seat I've ever experienced in my life as well because of that fucking pull. Well, then we moved, dude. It's not like well, there was nobody there. I obviously, but like. What genius designed that stadium and have that pool yeah. in that season? That stadium sucks. I mean, sucks. Like, seriously, for being a, a when that opened, like early two thousands. No, I think it was in the nineties. No, nah, right, either way, ninety for someone to engineer that that stadium and have a seat be com- completely just uh, obstructed, like that's fucking awful. Yeah, I you know, and it's an interesting point. Like, what is the lifespan of a stadium these days? Because that stadium is thirty years old. I mean, at what point is a stadium old or old enough to be rebuilt? I mean, the so you usually set up a thirty-year lease, and then like typically they renew it because like, like whatever. But like the Braves built Turner Field. And then as soon as their lease was up, they built the new stadium. Yeah. So, like, I mean, I would say the average stadium lasts 50 to six years. Well, I mean, the lifespan is getting longer as they build, like, these mega stadiums. I feel like the 90s was a weird time to build a stadium because it was, like, just before they started doing the really cool stuff. And so, like, the whites, like, the, I mean, like, 30, 30 years old, they'll probably try and get at least another 20, year, 20 years out of it. But, like, it's nothing. It's so generic. There's nothing interesting about it. The technology isn't, like, next level. It's just, like, the most generic stadium that exists. Yeah. So. But where, where, would, where the fuck would you build in Chicago? That's the thing. You could just build right next to it. That's what they did last time. Because they have those huge parking lots. They just, like, Comiskey Park was literally next to, like, look at pictures. They are 100% next to each other. And they just built one while the other was in use, and then the other one was done, and they tore down the other one, and then that was it. Like, you would just do that again. You would just go back and forth between the same two spots. Yeah. That, you, you'd, what, lose that, you'd lose some parking spaces, but that's about it. That, that's what the Phillies did. Um, and, and the Eagles, for that matter. But then the Sixers are building one in the city. Yeah. Which is going to be absolutely. But the Flyers are staying at the. Wells Fargo Center. Wells Fargo, yeah. I, I, I really wish the teams would just stick together, honestly. Yeah. But. Right, is that. Is the uh, new Sixers stadium going to be designed in such a way that it can only be used for basketball? Or are they going to make it hockey usable just in case i think they'll do it just in case but i think the flyers and sixers are at like a i think the sixers are trying to be their own self and the the like they're gonna own the Sixers are gonna own that stadium so i don't think the flyers and them are gonna do anything like collaboratively oh we'll see what happens like they said i think it's supposed to open in 2032 if I'm not mistaken. Oh, dang. Ten years. Or twenty it's either twenty thirty two or twenty twenty seven. I forget which one. Hmm. So I'm gonna hold my breath. Yeah. But um should be very interesting. 
Yeah, dude. I think I think you're gonna be overrun by Eagles fan next week. By the way, talk about stadiums. That's yeah, probably. I mean, compare God, what a what a bad team. They're they're sitting at the number two spot right now. I don't even know who like who would we draft? Who do we need? We need a wide receiver, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Just get get the Ohio State connection put back together. Yeah. I, mean, well, I don't know. Who's going to be like Jalen Carter? Who's I mean, that? The defensive lineman from Georgia. Uh, Will Anderson. Or him. Who do you think the number one pick's going to be? Uh, Bryce Young. Who has the number one pick? Texans. Now they need a quarterback. Yeah. So. I don't know why I just I don't know why I just thought of this, but did you see DJ Uyunglele or whatever is transferring? Yeah. Did Cle- did Clemson start that freshman most of the year? I know he played. I don't know. Like that's gotta be got- why DJ's transferring. Did he get benched? Yeah. So yeah. what a what a you know, you can't, the five stars don't always work. Yeah, dude. Look at like Spencer Rattler. Talk about like what a disappointment at Oklahoma. Yeah, he's such a bitch though. I mean, I loved it because he beat Tennessee and uh, Clemson. Yeah, I mean, helped, helped Penn State out. He, he did, but he's such an asshole, dude. No. Yeah, dude. I feel like the, the quarterbacks, like, they're just like getting better, and to the point where it's like, like, what you do in high school doesn't necessarily determine how good you'll be in college, like it used to as much. I feel like. Yeah, it's just everyone's getting better each year. So, like, you could be the best QB in, like, 2017, but you might get dumped for a QB in, in 2020. Yeah. I am so curious to see what happens at Texas. Why? Quinn Ewers and uh, – Manning? Another... Uh, I, I don't think anything's going to happen. I think Ewers is going to play. You think Ewers is going to start? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And they I'm just waiting for them to be back. Like Why would, shit. Dude, they'll never be back. Honestly, what what's his name? Manning, what's his first name? Arch. Arch Manning. Like why? He's is he he's only going to Texas because they are gonna be paying out their ass with that IL. Like Well, that and you have C Sarkeesian, who's but, like a quarterback whisperer per se. Yeah, but oh, gee, like, couldn't really do much with Quinn. You're, I know he got injured, but like, dude, I don't think Texas will ever. Texas is like the most dis the dollars spent versus like the return on investment for Texas football might be the worst ROI in all of. It probably is the worst ROI in all of college football. When the best you can do is eight and four year over year over year over year. It's and well, oh god, I I, I, was, I forget what I was watching, but they brought up who was it? God, what was that quarterback's name? The one like two quarterbacks ago for Texas, who after they won the Sugar Bowl was like, oh, we're back. yeah, and then god, they were so not back. It was that's like the funniest thing that anyone's ever said on TV because of how wrong he was. I know, but it was so like great 
and like Texas fans love that shit too. They eat that shit up. Yeah, and then the next year, all they got was uh, Will, uh, Will, whatever from West Virginia, just throwing horns Will down Greer. in the end zone. Will Greer yeah. throwing horns down in the end zone in one of the great moments in college football history. Yeah, that's all they—that's all they got from Sam Ellinger's were back is horns down from Will Greer, and that's all they deserve. It was beautiful. I, you know me and horns down. I fucking love it, dude. Me too. If they, I, dude, I can't wait for the SEC fans to just because if they make it a personal foul in the SEC, I'm gonna be so mad. That's the softest uh, rule on planet Earth. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Like I, I you, it's it's doing something with your hands. You're making no physical contact. You're not saying words. It's not even an obscene gesture. You're just pointing your hand down, and that's a personal foul. Like, grow up, Texas. Stop being so soft. Like, win games. You won't get horns down if you win games. That's you know, just do just do that. Agreed. I'm 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 going to order the horns down T-shirt from Barstool, and I'm just trying to figure out what color I would get the shirt in. I feel like it has to be either Oklahoma colors or Texas A&M colors. But I, I would like, do, I I would do Oklahoma colors. That's the bigger rivalry. Yeah, but I depends on who you talk to because Texas A and M and Texas like hate each other just as much as Oklahoma. Yeah, well, yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see how that all shakes out. Just considering they haven't played each other in however many years, and they, I mean, they played Oklahoma, obviously. It's like Pitt and Penn State. Like it, it, Texas is the equivalent of Pitt, where they used to have this big time rivalry. With Penn and Penn State and then Texas A&M and Texas, but they also had this side rivalry with equal much as hate between Texas and Oklahoma with Pitt and West Virginia. Yeah, but again, the difference is Oklahoma plays Texas every year. Pitt doesn't play Penn State or West Virginia every year. They used to. Yeah, I know, but like they don't. But they don't anymore. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, horns down. Beautiful. Oh, it's so great. I don't know, man. I just, uh, I just need college football. Like, there's no football on right now. We. We are the farthest away from college football that will ever be. I mean, other than the bowl games. I mean, next Friday is their first bowl game. Already? Yeah. Damn. I mean, the regular season isn't even technically over because of Army-Navy. Yeah, but next Friday is. What is it? Like the. I think it's North Texas and someone. I'm like, I'm trying to. Like the Mayo.net bowl. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> the freaking. Home Depot, Home Improvement Bowl. Oh, well, you're close. Hometown Lenders, Bahamas Bowl. Oh, God. That actually would be kind of like it's, – it's two whatever teams. But, like, dude, if, if you got to just go to the Bahamas uh, and just be like, hey, you know what, we're just going to have a nice vacation someplace tropical during so, the nah, December. I wouldn't want that. Like, think about how many actual fans you'll play in front. And, yeah, like, but- you're in this beautiful spot, but you're not there for fucking – like leisure, you're there for football, and it's probably yeah, all serious. Would you rather do that or go to like Detroit and play in like the music or the whatever the, the Motor City Detroit. Bowl, which doesn't even exist anymore? Detroit, hundred percent. No, I'm going to the Bahamas. Oh fuck no! Give me Detroit all day. God, have you been to Detroit? You have been to Detroit. 
It wasn't bad. We stayed in the hotel, and then when we walked to uh, Comerica, like, it was, like, normal. There wasn't any, like, crime or anything like that. Yeah, I was in Detroit in 2009 for the Final Four. Yeah, not not. I mean, obviously, I was there when I lived in Midland, and it was much better. But like, yeah, two thousand nine, not a great time to be in Detroit. I mean, we were there in twenty ten. That's the year we went. Well, that uh, was right around because like right when the market crashed, like that's when Detroit like they got hit so hard by the two thousand eight financial crisis because all those automotive companies got screwed, so like everyone got fired. Yeah. But the, so. the the few times that we that I've felt like oh shit like this isn't good was in Cleveland, DC, and I think that's it. Cleveland and DC, we uh we got into some hairy situations. Yeah, but that's it. I actually got in a pretty hairy situation in a uh, in Philly. When? When I went to – remember when I went to the Arcade Fire concert sophomore year? Hurricane Fire? I, no, Arcade Fire yeah. concert. Well, I yeah. went with Amanda Neal. Yeah. God, where? We went to an after show. Uh, what was the name of that venue in Philly? Um, God, I don't remember the name of it, but it was not in a good part of town. And because we went to the concert, which was at the Wells Fargo Center, and then we, they had an after show which we also got tickets for at a smaller venue in a not so great part of town, which like went from like noon to like, from not noon from like midnight to 1 a.m. or one or midnight to 2 a.m. And we couldn't remember where we parked. So we're wandering around this like super sketchy part of Philly. Look at two o'clock in the morning, looking for this car and it, yeah, not ideal. Not I, ideal. I couldn't tell you. Yeah, and the funny thing was, at Arcade Fire, when they were doing that tour, requested that their fans dress up. So we're, there were four of us. It was me and Amanda and two of her friends. Four white people dressed up. I'm wearing, like, a shirt and tie. She's in, like, a dress and heels. Like, in, like, yeah. We stuck out, like, sore thumbs. The fact that we did not get robbed to this day is kind of impressive. Yeah, I feel you. Damn, I wish I could remember the name of that venue, though. It was actually a pretty cool spot. It wasn't the Fillmore, was it? No, it wasn't the Fillmore. I know the Fillmore. Let me see if I can find it. I might still be able to just, like, look up that tour. It was in 2014. No, it was in 2013. Wait, 14. Uh, the Union Transfer. What the fuck is that? That's that, actually a pretty storied venue. Oh, oh. I mean, you're not in the, not in the worst part, you know. You, on Spring Garden. Yeah. Oh, you're fine. 
Yeah, well, they didn't make it sound like we were fine when we were there. You were definitely fine. Now, if you were about, let's see, about five blocks north, yeah, you'd be fucked. Yeah, up in Yorktown or Poplar. Yeah, like Kensington. And then, like, as soon as you pass Gerard, I don't know if you're looking at a map, but if you as soon as you pass Gerard, you're in, like, you're, you're getting into sketchy. Yeah, Google Maps has that labeled Yorktown for me. Yeah, that's uh, not a great place to be. Yeah. The best part about that show was, I mean, I wasn't 21 yet, but I was really thirsty. So I ordered, like, a, I got, like, a drink from the bar, and the guy poured it, and he's like, all right, that's, like, you know, five bucks or whatever it was. And I gave him my credit card, and he's like, it's cash only. And I was like, dude, you should have told me that beforehand. I don't have any cash. And he was like, whatever, screw it. Just gave it to me for free. So that's the best part of that night. Still remember that guy. Nice, dude. We're, uh, I have a, I'm, for my birthday, I'm, I'm taking, uh, there's a group of 15 of us going to a sister game on the Friday, the 6th. 15? Damn, nice. Nice, dude. Yeah, we, we might, uh, it might get even bigger, but we'll see. Damn. Who are they playing? The Bulls. Ah, who are a huge disappointment this year, which I'm actually kind of relieved because I hate having to sit through all my friends talk about the Bulls, which has not been the case this year because of how bad they've been. So, yeah, 15 of us all going. Are Will and Amanda going? Amanda is. What about Will? He apparently works like a dipshit. What day is it? A Friday? Yeah. Yeah. So. Tell them to come down after. Because I'm sure you'll be going out after. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I like we we set the we set up this whole thing where he was like, uh like we all discussed it and he's like, Yeah, I'll take I'll take off for that weekend, so I'll work New Year's and then it comes around and he's like, Oh yeah, I worked I, I'm off New Year's but I worked that weekend. So I was like, Alright. So whatever. Dang dude. But Amanda's coming down, Gable nice. and all of them are coming down. Like nice. it's a it's a whole big thing. Nice, dude. Yeah. Could be fun. Not for sure. If you want to come to New York the weekend of two weekends after that, I'll be there with the hotel room. Well, all right. Like, on a like... sa- I'll be there on a Saturday. I fly in Saturday because we have to do stuff. Like, we have to get everything set up Saturday, and then it starts on Sunday. But, like, Saturday night, I'm not going to go out, but I'm going to be, like, I'm in New York. I'm in Manhattan, like, staying in a hotel downtown Manhattan on a Saturday night, like, I'm going to a bar. Like, I'm going to see what's up. Well, so, Reagan's coming up that weekend from Louisiana. Um, I had planned to go to Boston that Sunday because the Flyers play at 1 o'clock in Boston on Monday for Martin Luther King Day. Oh, nice. And I was going to drive back, but I don't know what's going to happen now. So, I'm not going to say no. Well... You can sleep on I, – I got a king bed, but you can sleep on the floor. That works for me. Right uh, right in, like, Chelsea. So, anyway. Could be a possibility. I'm not going to say no. I'd kick you out at, like, 6.30 in the morning when I have to go to this conference center to work all day. But, you know, if you're okay with that. I'm not okay with that. I'm not coming. All right, fair. 
on a sat on a Sunday morning after yeah. we've gone out. No, thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, no. You just shot yourself in the foot there. Yeah, that's all right. So, yeah. I'm very curious about that because I haven't really ever been to New York, and this would be like my one opportunity to like see what's up. Do it big. I mean, I'm not, dude. I'm gonna be so exhausted. Uh, apparently, these days are super long. Like, I'll be standing all day working a booth, and then. Like at night, people like something, dude. Honestly, I kind of love how I am declaring myself the least important person at this event because, like, after the event, everybody takes our customers out to dinner and there's happy hours and like, like planned meals and all sorts of stuff going on after the day ends. But because I'm like not even going to tell people that I'll be there because I don't want to get invited to anything and feel like I have to say yes. So, like, I just want to show up, fly under the radar, five o'clock hits, everybody leaves forgets that I exist and I just have the night to myself. I'm well, so hoping that's my reality. Will you get a um like a spending limit for yourself? Uh, I mean, yeah, I think there's like a loose limit, but like I can just get whatever I want. It's New York City, dude. It's gonna cost me a lot of money to get like just a regular meal. So there's well, really not much there yeah, no, I, I think there technically is, but like I'm not gonna get like denied getting reimbursed. So that's good, at least. Yeah. Um, I don't have any trips besides possibly March Madness from now until March. Where is that? Cleveland? Columbus. Columbus. Or Penn State makes a, makes a tournament. Yeah. Which we already yeah, talked about. Right. If Penn State makes a tournament, which I have zero faith in after today, but you never know. Yeah, we'll look into it. I'm also going to look into the uh, the Big Ten championship. That's that's in your that's where you live, though. Yeah, I know that's what I'm saying. But like tickets are, I think, are pretty expensive. But I have, I think my uncle, I think I told you my uncle knows a lot of people with connections at the United Center, so I might be able to finagle my way in. I respect it. Yeah, see what happens. Dang, without picks, like, what do we do? Well, I have a, I have five things. Oh, I, didn't you have something to go off on? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Should I do it? Do you care? I don't... Okay, I've I, yeah, dude. Oh man, so. The nature of my the, the, this requires a bit of background, and like I don't know how much you know about my job, but like basically the long and short of my job is I show people how our software works, right? Through taking a demo system, right, like a blank slate version of our software, and tailoring it to whatever our customer is looking to do with it, and then showing them, hey. This could be you using it like this in your real world, right? So that's essentially my job. And I do this through a series of actually being live in a live system or using PowerPoint slides to kind of talk through things conceptually. And sometimes I get a lot of guidance. Sometimes I don't. And it's just kind of up to me to decide. Well, last week on a Wednesday, 
And I have to preface this as one other thing. Normally, in a perfect world, I will get anywhere from 10 to 14 days, a week and a half to two weeks to prepare for something like this. Well, on Wednesday afternoon, they're like, you need to be ready to do one of these Monday morning. And I was like, well, that's not a lot of time. And they were like, well, you know what? We'll make it work. And I was like, you know what? Fine. I'll make it work for you guys. Cause I'm that, you know, it's just, that's my job. So I'm going to make it work. So they give me very loose instructions, right? Because they're busy trying to figure out everything else going on. This is a whole day. The whole, it's an eight hour long day with the customer. And I have about two and a half hours of the day to go through my part, which is a significant chunk of time, but they still have a whole bunch of stuff they need to set up. So we get to the day, right? I've put in a lot of work. And mind you, I am extremely busy with other stuff. I had to work a lot on Sunday. I was working over the weekend. Like it, they, it chewed up a lot of my time with everything I had going on just to appease these people and get something ready to go for Monday. So I get in there. And again, I was given very little background so I was like, you know what? I just have to make do with what I know and just go from there. So on Monday, they're running late, right? Of course, everybody just loves hearing themselves talk. So they go over their allotted time. So I get up, right? I'm now down to about two hours and I was supposed to have about two and a half. I'm like, you know what? I'm fine. We'll deal with it. So I start going through my part. And this one dude starts like telling me like, correcting me as I'm going like, no, you need to skip this. You need to get to this. You need to skip this. You need to go to this. This is what you need to focus on. And I'm like, my blood was boiling because I'm like, dude, you never fucking told me what you wanted me to do. You told me basically just to figure it out. So I did. And now we're on a call with like 50 people and you are telling me I'm doing it wrong. And you're correcting me in front of all of these people. My coworkers, our customers, and I had to remain civil, dude. But I was about to lose my fucking mind. Because if you're, dude, oh my God, you probably, like, I'm sure you'd be the same way. But dude, for you to give me no background and then to criticize me in front of everybody to do it a different way, I was going to go off on this guy, dude. I was about to say, look, buddy, you didn't tell me you wanted it done this way. You also gave me about two days to prep this thing. So this is what you get, deal with it. But I, literally was like thinking one thing and saying something else. And thankfully what I said was a civil way of handling the situation. I was my blood, my, I was seeing red. My blood was boiling, dude. Thankfully, thankfully, because we had sort of an awkward timing, I only, this was during the first 20 minutes and then it, we stopped for lunch and then the rest of my part was after lunch. So I had an hour to kind of just like cool off a bit, but dude, my blood was boiling. This was a coworker of yours? Yes and no. It was yes, but he worked for, we like have partnerships with like other, other companies who like support SAP. So he was from a different company, but he was like, we were all part of the same team to get this thing ready to go. Yeah. Interesting. I would have fucking murdered him. Do you, do you have like a chat that you can text him, or like uh, like message him through? No, no, because not no because he doesn't work for SAP. So no. Uh, I would have fucking went off of him. I would have fucking went off of him. I'm talking to my boss tomorrow morning. And I'm gonna tell him. Be like, look, I can't work. I like 
I likely won't ever work with this guy again, but if I, by some off chance I do, like, I'm saying no, like, find someone else. Yeah, I would, I would fucking punch someone in the fucking face. My, dude, I was seeing red. I don't blame you. At all. So anyway, I had to get that out off my chest. Yeah, and again, don't blame me. All right. You want to do your five things? Yeah. Um, so five things. Uh, one, I hate uh, D1 teams that are true D1 teams and have JV-looking jerseys. Um, I hate when you get a 20 in blackjack, but the dealer gets 21. Yeah. Um, I hate dudes that play like pussies in any sport. Uh, I hate the Knicks, and I hate cheap fouls. If you're going to foul someone, like, fucking lower your shoulder in them or, you know, make it a hard foul. No cheap fouls. Those are my fire. That's fair. So, there we are. But, yeah, we're, uh, these are going to be shorter and shorter. I mean, we're at 80 minutes. I remember when, like, 75 minutes was really long. And now yeah. 80 is like short. Yeah. Which is funny as fuck. Although, you know what I was, I want to ask you another question. Very random. But I was thinking about this. This is what, what I think about when there's not college football to be thought about. If you could only use one condiment for the rest of your life, what would it be? Um, does like marinara sauce like come into play? Well, I mean, yeah, but it's like you have to put like no matter what you put a condiment on, you can only put one thing. So it be it pasta or a sandwich or you know anything else, you only get one condiment for the rest of your life. I mean, I I guess I would say marinara because I I would love pizza and pasta, right? Or yeah, like, <laughs> but if we're talking like sh- like strictly condiments, not so much like marinara because that's. To me, that's like a – it could be a condiment, could not be a condiment. Um, yeah. Yeah, like let's – okay, something – okay, let me put it this way. I'll, we'll define condiment as like something you squirt out of a bottle onto a piece of food. I will go with ranch. Okay. Fair. What about you? I'm going with hot sauce. Nah. Yeah. Because I was eating, I made dinner tonight and I was using hot sauce, which honestly, I never really used a ton of hot sauce until recently, but I put it on a lot of stuff now. And so I'm just thinking like, if I had to, if I could only use one condiment, it would be that or mustard. I only use mustard on... Hot dogs and hamburgers, and soft pretzels if you count that. Yeah. Um, but the other condiments that came into play were marinara. If we're again considering that a condiment, another one that I am very, very much deeply in love with is gravy. Interesting gravy. I feel like is meat exclusive. I like, like like a piece of meat, not like a deli sandwich, but like a piece of meat. 
if you give me gravy on anything, I will. I put it. I would put that on every piece of meat I ever have. I would dunk that. I would dunk a piece of bread in gravy, no matter what. Um, French fry. You ever have French fries with gravy? No, uh, no, I don't think so. You're you're missing out. Um, yeah. So that that'd be another tough call, but. Again, like you said, it's it uh, it's not as much as used as, at, at like so I put ranch on fries, chicken, salads, obviously, um, hot sauce is up there for me, but I don't use a lot of ketchup. Um, yeah. only on hot dogs and hamburgers, and sometimes like other sandwiches, but. Ranch, it's so versatile. You got chicken, you got French fries, pizza crust, chicken wings, salads, everything. Yeah. Sandwiches. I was also thinking like aioli is a good one because that goes on everything too. I mean, it's mayo. But yeah, but it's like good mayo and it's flavored. Like I'm talking like a spicy aioli or a garlic aioli or something like that. See, I I would only use that on a sandwich. I would go sandwich. I would go fries. I would go. Um, you can put that on like any type of sandwich, including a burger. You can put it on like a regular sandwich. It's like a spread. You could put it on. You could dip a pizza in an aioli, and it would be good. Yeah. Like, a lot of use cases for the aioli. I see your point. I'm a big sauce guy or condiment guy. Like, I don't like things being dry. Yeah. But I will also say this though. If marinara sauce is considered a a a condiment in this case, I think you have to go marinara no matter what, because if you don't, you can't eat pizza or pasta for the rest of your life. Yeah, but I'm not going to count marinara sauce because that is more of like a core ingredient. It's not something that like when I think of an other condiment, I'm thinking of something you like order on on the side or comes in a bottle on the table as opposed to something that's like a part of the dish. Yeah. No, I I agree. But I'm saying if, if this was, I think you have to go with, because without marinara, there's no pizza. Yeah. And I'm glad you say that because people who think Buffalo chicken with barbecue sauce as a pizza are incorrect. I mean, what about white pizzas? I don't. I've never had white pizza. See, I I I like a buffalo chicken pizza. It's still pizza. See, I think it's just barbecue sauce and chicken and cheese on a piece of dough. Like I feel like pizza requires like the bare minimum for pizza is cheese, sauce, and dough. If it doesn't have one of those three things, if it doesn't have all three of those things, it's not a pizza. You can add more, but you cannot take away any of those three things. And a buffalo chicken pizza does not use sauce. It uses barbecue sauce, which does not count in my book. I mean, the, the white pizza aren't, aren't pizzas then. I don't know what a white pizza is. It's one without sauce. Yeah, that's just like a... That's just like it, a... It's- one if you those... go to any if you go to any pizza place next time, you'll see like you. I guarantee you'll see a section that has white pizzas. I, I dude, I don't know. I I mean, Chicago must not be big on the white pizza because I've really never seen that. Maybe it's the East Coast thing.
I don't know. But that's just like that. What? Where did we get? What was like? Dip those. What were the? Oh God! That place that was on like um, Pew or Calder, not Calder. One of those roads, and we like, or maybe it was even Allen, but where you get like those like dipping sticks or whatever. Pokey sticks. Pokey sticks. Yeah. Yeah. That's to be a white pizza. It's cheese and bread. That no, those are bread sticks. But how is that? If it's cheese and bread, how is that different from a white pizza? It's cheese and bread. Because. It's 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 different. It's it's the way it's constructed. It's cheese and bread. All right, then a grilled cheese sandwich is is cheese and bread. Yes, but it's it's totally different. At its core, it might just it might be prepared differently, but its ingredients are the same. I haven't had a grilled cheese sandwich in a long time. It actually sounds kind of good right now. Well, what about chili? What about it? There's different types of chili. There's chili that you eat, like, in a bowl, and then there's chili they put on hot dogs. What makes those different? I never really, like, knew the difference between the two. Well, one's, like, chunkier, and one's more of, like, a, a meat sauce. That you put yeah. on hot dogs. Yeah, okay, that's, that's fair. Yeah. So, like, I disagree with your whole statement that pizza and garlic cheese breadsticks are the same. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I was just, I was being critical of white pizza being defined as pizza was really all I was doing there. How much cheese, too? Because tomato pie is dough and a tomato sauce with grated Parmesan cheese on top, typically. No, that, that's fine. That's fine. That's not pizza, though. That's tomato pie. You're right. It's pie. It's a dessert food. No, it's... it's you have a... that after your pizza for dessert because it's a No, pie. You, have that, you have that for lunch. It's tomato pie or breakfast or don't you remember me? Do you, don't you remember? I think it was Will who would always call it pizza pie, and I would always give him a hard time because it's a, not a pie. It's a pizza. They're different it, things. It's a pizza pie. It's a pizza or a pie. It it, it could be both. I disagree, but that's just my opinion. I mean, I, fair enough. I'm getting slaughtered on my bets tonight. Um, I bet on Penn State. <laughs> that's why we lost. I bet on them like two weeks ago. Yeah, when they were playing, like, Fairfield or something. Yeah. Yeah, so when we're playing a real team, you should have bet on – start betting against Penn State because then either you'll make money or we'll win. So it's a good good situation either well, way. Well, that line dropped, Matt. It dropped to four and a half by the time game time came around too. That is wild that people thought Penn State were actually going to win that game. It's because Michigan State had to play, like – Gonzaga, Duke, and Kansas like every game this year so far. That's the only reason why they don't look good from a record perspective. Yeah. I guess they did lose Northwestern on Saturday, but still. Yeah. I'm kind of in the mood for something sweet. Do I walk to Wawa and get something? Mm-hmm. I don't know. You'll also notice that I haven't been eating my snack because I can't do it. I don't want to take my teeth things out. So. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Um, what would you get? Sweet, like, like, like chocolate sweet, or like, 
Starburst sweet. Oh no, I'm a, I'm a, like I want like a brownie or like a you know what would would be great right now like an apple fritter. Okay. Yeah, it sounds or some good. sort of or or like a cookie or something. What about like a milkshake? I would love a milkshake right now, but I just don't know. I I don't want to get in my car and drive to like the McDonald's or Burger King or even Wendy's for that. Do they not sell? Do they not sell milkshakes at Wawa? They do, but like I want a true. If I'm getting a milkshake, I want a true milkshake. I don't want some like fucking cream based sugar thing that's blended with ice. Yeah, sure. So yeah, if you want to, I'd say do it. What time is it there? Ten. Damn. I never, I never get like this either. Yeah, I mean, I'm getting kind of hungry. I'm gonna have a snack when we wrap up. Yeah. Well, I'm watching oh. the Nebraska Indiana game right now. It's pretty boring. Shocker. I don't know. What I'm gonna watch. I might do some schoolwork. Yeah. I, I keep forgetting you're still in school. Why? I don't know. Never, you never really talk about it. I mean, there's nothing really to talk about. I'm just getting my master's. Yeah. Just for the pay raise. Not a bad reason. No. Oh. I don't know, man. Just something to just gotta get through. Another eight months I'm done. Not bad. No. Quick and easy. Yeah. Oh. You got dishes to do too. Fuck. Dang. It's just a mess. I don't. I did all my dishes after I made dinner. And... Well, I did my – I ate dinner, and then I just sat on the couch and then watched the rest of the game and then said I would get it right before bed, so. Yeah. Can you just throw everything in the dishwasher? I don't have a dishwasher. Oh, really? I didn't realize that. Dang. Yeah. And even I... even even at Meridian, we had a dishwasher, but we never used it because it was just the two of us. Yeah, I use my dish. I ran it. It's done. I need to actually unload it now. I forgot about that, but I dude, I load up my dishwasher and run it every probably four or five days, and it's it's beautiful. Lucky you. Yeah. Do you put your pots and pans in the dishwasher? Some of them. I do hand wash some, but not all. I hate that. Why? I feel like dishwashers should only be for cups, plates, and, and forks and knives. I mean, if it's dishwasher safe, it saves me a lot of time to just throw it in the dishwasher as opposed to hand cleaning it. So I do that. Yeah. I see your point. But fuck, dude. It doesn't feel like the holiday season even remotely. Not yet, yeah. They started like putting up like my whole street is all like like the busy street that I'm adjacent to is all like 
they put up like they put lights up and you know decorated the trees and the lampposts and everything but i'm still just like not feeling it yeah i mean i like this year's gonna be reagan's not coming off for christmas so it's definitely gonna be weirder okay so but who knows maybe one of these years we'll be you know with a girlfriend on the holidays (laughs) wouldn't that be a miracle yeah. <laughs> Fucking A, dude. <laughs> All right, dude. Uh, yeah, okay. I won't even say what, it. What were you going to say? No, I won't even say it. No, just say it. I mean, I was going to say, like, yeah, it'd be nice to have a girlfriend on the holidays, but also, like, I like my routine. Because every year, it's only, like, I do the same thing every year because I never have to split time anywhere. And, like, if I had a girlfriend and I had to start, like, sacrificing some of my family traditions to go to hers, it'd be like, I'd be like, damn, I, I don't want to miss out on my family stuff, you know? So that'd be the downside. I see that. I don't know. Cross like my bridge. sister, like my sister is not going to be here on Christmas day. Like they're waking up and they're going to my sister's husband's dad lives in Davenport. So they're leaving first thing. They're going to be at my house Christmas Eve, and then they're leaving like first thing Christmas Day morning to go to Iowa to be with his family. And I'm like, that would kind of suck. Like, I just love, I want to just like wake up Christmas Day and just like sit around at my house all day and just like drink and like do nothing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I like, to me, it's Christmas Eve is the big one for me. Yeah. Oh, it's just like, oh, we're getting older. So I, the the magic isn't there anymore. No, it's not. But just like the relaxation factor is like Christmas is the most Christmas day is the most relaxing day of the year for me, hundred percent. Wow. Which is which is why I kind of like it because it's it, only like it's just me and my immediate family and like my two aunts come over. But all we do literally we sit around, we talk, we have like a really slow like hour and a half long dinner of just like eating stuff and talking and like drinking and so relaxing. It's great. I, it's one of the most annoying days of the year for me. What do you do on Christmas day? If we wake up and my cousin's family comes over and I just want to shoot someone. Yeah. I would hate a chaotic Christmas day, but mine, it's not, it's not even chaotic. It's more just annoying. Cause my cousins are so goddamn annoying. How old are they? Well, it's the one that, I'm like Godfather too, like Becca. If you ever heard me bitch about her, no, I haven't at all. How old is she? Thirty. She's gonna be thirty-three in in a month. And like, does she have kids? She has one. That's who your Godfather too. Yeah. How old is the kid? Uh, eight. Dang yeah. That'd be kind of annoying. It's just it's a mess, dude. You remember you remember the uh conversation we had about a couple summers ago about uh a certain someone that lasted for like an hour and a half? Yep, I certainly do. That that uh that uh like we could have another conversation an uh, hour and a half about my cousin and my my side that that cousin side family. Dang. 
just a mess. Yeah, I have parts of my family are, but they're like the parts I, I'm not really involved with. All the family that I'm close and involved with are all like very, very normal, ordinary people. So, the drama going on. Yeah, yeah, the, not me. Oh, it's whatever. Yep. Do you have New Year's plans yet? Uh, no. Dude, New Year's plans always suck because everybody always like throws out a bunch of ideas, but nobody makes moves, and then it just becomes this big like, "What are we gonna do?" Last minute, like last year, I think I took. I was in bed by ten thirty on New Year's Eve. I just didn't do anything. So. I did. I literally just stayed at my parents. No, I stayed here. I was. Uh, I was COVID. Oh dang. Do you have plans this year? I don't know. It's either go to Lehigh Valley or stay in Philly. So yeah. I'm kind of up in there. So it's just more like what I want to do, who I want to be with. Uh, um, that type of thing. I mean, flights to Chicago are $150 right now. Well, it might just be me and you sitting in my living room at this point if you did come, so. Knock on your Maybe. door and be like, yo, what's up, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's 1030. It's time for bed. That's what I would say. I wouldn't mind. <laughs> You'd fly all the way to Chicago to sit on my couch and watch TV alone. Same thing you could have been doing in Philly. Yeah. You know, Jungs, that'd be a fun place to spend New Year's Eve. It would. I'm kind. I was kind of debating that too, because me and Matt were talking about it. Because Matt and his other friend, his other friend that I know, his name is Dylan. You haven't met him yet. Um, he put on his story. Dylan put on his story on uh, Thanksgiving Eve. Yeah. This bar. I was like, wait a second, and and I was like, wait, and I kept looking at it. I was like, that's old Jungs, and and immediately like. Like hit him back. I was like, "Yo, like, are you at a oh like oh junks?" He's like, "Hell yeah, man! I love this place." I was like, "How the fuck did I not know this?" Because that I lived there. And he's <laughs> like, "Oh, well, we're gonna have to go with I was like, "Yeah." So I, I saw Matt uh, a couple times this weekend. I was like, "Did you know about like oh junks?" He's like, "No, that I never knew that. That's like the most random place for Dylan to be at because he lives nowhere close to that." So like, yeah, like <laughs> so. Oh, we'll figure it out. Yeah, dude, it's gonna be fun. Uh, it'll be a ton of fun, I think. Whatever. Yeah. Figure it out. I hate New Year's. Yeah, it's it's one of those hot holidays with really high expectations, and it never lives up to it. Yeah, I just don't care either. It's a it's a it's a couple's holiday. Yeah, it is. That's all it is. Yeah, and desperate single people like trying way too hard to like find true love. Like everybody wants you to like, I gotta find my midnight kiss. <laughs> I want to find a midnight beer by myself. Yeah, that's what I did for a lot of years. Yeah, and even even if you like, even if like you do have a like a. Uh, like a girlfriend or something like there's so much pressure with it like 
Like I did that one year with, with with my girlfriend, and it was just like, dude, like yeah, like you have to I make don't... it like the, the perfect night. Like I don't, I never understood I, it. I don't know, and I just never gave a shit. I mean, maybe I'm an asshole, but like, fuck it. Nah, it's just like, never I wish, fun. I wish that like I had friends who like because like some people always host a New Year's party, and I wish I had friends who did that because it would be so nice to know like all right on New Year's Eve. This person's having a party. It's going to be like, you know, a good group of people, but all friends. We're just going to sit around, hang out, just like, you know, drink and play games or whatever. And then like it's New Year's and then move on. Like that would be awesome. But nobody ever wants to host New Year's party. So it never happens. I don't blame them. Yeah. So there we are, man. There we are. All right, dude. Well, it might be about that time. I'm going to have a snack and then. Yeah, I'm going to do dishes and debate on whether I go to Wawa or not. Yeah. Well, yeah. Good luck if you go. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Well, I'll catch you later, man. Oh, also, I'm going to. You got to remind me. I I have. No, I'll just text you. Never mind. I'll, I'll just text you. I won't, I won't say it here. So. Bye. Well, just text me right now, then. Yeah, I will. All right, dude. All right, dude. I'll see you. All right, I'll see you. Have a good one. Yeah, you too.